Today on We Here, Mickey Rourke is slamming Robert De Niro in a fiery Instagram post. August Alsina dropped a raunchy song about Jada Pinkett Smith, and of course, it's called Entanglements. And selling Sunset star Amanda Smith is on the mend after a churro-making disaster. Coming up next on We Here. Oh my god. We're on page six? No. Oh, no. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore. Welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. What I am absolutely obsessed with today is the beef, might I point out, the long-standing beef between Mickey Rourke and Robert De Niro. You're not the only one who's obsessed with this story, Maggie, because it's our number one trending story on page6.com. Who knew? Well, I get, I don't even want to say who knew. I feel like Mickey Rourke sort of annually has one blockbuster story at this point still per year, but as <laughs> two grumpy old dudes feuding with each other, Mickey Rourke blasted Robert De Niro on Instagram, but it turns out that this feud dates all the way back to 1987. I guess I'll get to that in a minute, but what did Mickey Rourke say? Mickey Rourke is proving that you never really age out of pettiness. He's 67 years old, coming for the 76-year-old De Niro. Basically on Friday, Mickey Rourke posted a photo of De Niro to his Instagram, and he wrote this. Hey, Robert De Niro. That's right. I am talking to you, you big effing crybaby. A friend of mine just recently told me that a few months back, you're quoted as saying to newspapers, Mickey Rourke's a liar. He talks all kind of shit. Listen, Mr. Tough Guy in the movies. You're the first person that ever called me a liar, and it was in a newspaper. I mean, these two are advocating for print media. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. I love – I. you know, we don't have – so many uh, items these days where the word newspaper is in there. I'm very into this. It's like they're speaking another language that only you and I can understand. So then what else do you say? You also call them a punk ass, right? Oh, yes. It gets better. Martin Scorsese, great director. He wanted to meet me for a movie with Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Chris Walken, and Robert De Niro. Rourke had previously said on an Italian TV show, and the casting person allegedly told Rourke's manager that De Niro said he refused to work with him in a movie. So basically the story here is that Rourke is claiming he was not cast in The Irishman because Robert De Niro said he wouldn't work with Mickey Rourke. Yeah, so, so Mickey Rourke also said in this Instagram post, let me tell you something, you punk ass. When I see you, I swear to God on my grandmother, on my brother, and all my dogs, I'm going to embarrass you severely, 100%. That is... And then he wrote, as God is my witness. That is how a 67-year-old man says on site. You ever hear somebody say on site? Like, when I see you, I'm going to F you up. Ooh. This is is all very... (laughs) As I've told you before in Brooklyn... On the streets when I was growing up, if someone came up to you and said, someone you'd never seen before and said, yo, why'd you mess with my cousin? You knew that it was about to go down. This is very, why'd you mess with my cousin? This is very, Um, yep. But yeah, so this beef goes back decades, but he had basically said that Robert De Niro blocked him from being cast 
in The Irishman, De Niro and the producers of the film and the casting directors of the film said they, they refuted that and said that Mickey Work had never been considered for a role in the movie. Now, one thing is that film was a very long gestating project, right? It had been going mm-hmm. on for years. The development of that movie had been going on for years and years and years. And De Niro and Scorsese had been trying to make it for a very long time. So, I mean, I just wonder if it's unclear if maybe in some previous iteration of the movie, who knows, maybe there had been talk about Mickey Rourke being involved, but obviously De Niro and the producers denied that. Who wasn't in that movie? I'm shocked. Exactly. That's probably why Mickey Rourke is upset because they cast everyone else. But Well, the interesting uh, – the rest of his Instagram feed is so random. The post before he slams Robert De Niro is of some woman in a bikini from Russia. Yeah, like it, he's just like posting thirst traps from other people. That's his girlfriend though. We might have uh, reported that he has – I think he has a Russian bikini girlfriend. Um. Yeah, and he's gone after people before on Instagram um, pretty hard. I mean, the one thing about this that's also kind of confusing is, as you mentioned, this this Irishman situation went back a number of months. So it, it's unclear what's precipitated this new flurry. You know, in other words, so Mickey Rourke says that his friend told him that Robert De Niro had been quoted as saying to newspapers, Mickey works a liar. He talks all kind of shit. But it's like, is that going back to, is this like a delayed? <laughs> a game of telephone amongst yeah, like, the geriatric Hollywood set? Yeah, like what did maybe the friend, because that happens like, for instance, last night I was up way too late and I was out to go to bed but then i realized like i hadn't read the sunday papers which i still get so then i started like read you know so sometimes you have a stack of newspapers or maybe all those old issues of the new yorker that you keep meaning to get through or harper's magazine so similarly Mm -hmm. maybe mickey works friend it's like you know he was way behind on these newspapers (laughs) and then he got to some like year old feature in parade magazine you know <laughs> parade magazine yeah oh yeah my God. And, and like, hey, hey mickey he called mickey de niro's talking a lot of shit about you in the newspapers in you know it's like, where was this shit talking now the funny thing is though so far de niro has stayed mum on this feud in fact when we had um reached out to his rep and asked if he wanted to comment on this latest go round with Mickey Rourke. I believe he got a one word reply, which was no. So I don't know if we're going to be hearing from Robert De Niro, but then again, De Niro, he's pretty outspoken. So I think while he might not be officially commenting right now, I'm sure this isn't the last we've heard of this. Meanwhile, Things are business as usual for Mickey Rourke because his last Instagram post is a photo, a repost of Norbert the dog. And it says, one of my fave Insta friends. Love him. Just, huh. just wow. back to dogs. He just goes, he's really to sort of extremes. It's either yes. like rage and swearing on my grandmother and it's or like, like. I'm going to beat you to a bloody pulp. But look at this little dog and how cute he is. He's one of my favorite friends. 
The the thing that I love about this story too, though, Maggie, is that it turns out that this beef between Mickey Rourke and Robert De Niro goes back to a 1987 film that they starred in together called Angel Heart. And mm-hmm. uh, I guess at the time, it's unclear what happened on the set, but Mickey Rourke has said that he felt that De Niro snubbed him in some mm. way. Anyway, De Niro, meantime, has been going through, of course, a crazy divorce and custody battle. So he has been in the news lately. I just, I feel like De Niro's, De Niro's pretty outspoken. I've seen De Niro go nuts. I was at a, uh, I was at an award show once where Robert De Niro was being honored. And one of the other honorees was the guy, the guy who invented Slack. So that guy, this like sort of startup tech dude, he goes up to accept the award and he said very innocently and nicely, like, wow, I can't believe I'm being honored in the same, you know, award show as Robert De Niro. I even watched The Godfather 2 on the plane here from San Francisco to New York. And, you know, that's it. And then De Niro went up there and he just said at the podium, he's like, basically like insinuated that this guy was talking shit about him and said he heard these comments and just was like, fuck you and so i feel like you know what i mean and that was a lot less i mean all the guy said is i enjoyed the godfather too so what's the hero going to say to mickey Rourke? i mean i think there's going to be a comeback i think he's laying in wait is it easy to threaten someone in a pandemic because they can't really get near you especially at their age Well, I think you're specifically talking about hand-to-hand combat. There are many ways to injure a person from six feet away. Oh, (laughs) like poison dart. I hadn't thought about that. The word of the moment is entanglement, and we have none other than Jada Pinkett Smith and August Alsina's romance to thank for that. Now, August is capitalizing on it with a new song. This is the biggest relationship term since conscious uncoupling. Yes, it is. We will never say situationship again. We will say entanglement. Yeah, so entanglement is the word that Jada Pinkett Smith used on her Facebook Live. Is that what her it's on? Red Table On talk? her Red Table Talk, her Facebook Watch show. Facebook Watch. It's so hard to keep track. On her <laughs> Red Table Talk show with will smith and she referred to her relationship with august alcina as an entanglement but then she also said it was a relationship but now he has a new song called entanglement and it's actually a really good song i mean who else has he entangled with is he gonna spill the tea on another major hollywood player like he did on jada this makes me believe there's more entanglements coming so what are the lyrics to this song i i i I feel like he's making some references to Jada and Will Smith in the tune. Okay, so here we go. The chorus. The definition of entanglement, it's when you're tangled in the sheets. True. Girl, I know that we don't call it a relationship, but you're still effing with me. Profound. (laughs) Modern day Shakespeare. He's right. And then there's also like a little veiled reference to Will Smith that sort of is basically saying like, when your man's not around, I'm going to be pulling up. I would like you to read that part, please. Oh, let's see. (laughs) I would like Ian to do a dramatic reading of August Alcina. Rick Ross is on this track. Well, that's the thing. So Rick Ross is on the track, but also 
Rick Ross came up with the idea for this track. And this kind of, to me, shows the brilliance of Rick Ross. AKA it shows the Rick, ability Ricky to Rose capitalize. Day. Yes. Because so basically the reason this entanglement song came out was because Rick Ross was on Instagram stories and he and he was saying after the whole Jada Pinkett Smith, August Alcina thing blew up that August Alcina is actually a really good singer and people should wait for entanglements, the album. And it sounded like he was joking and it was actually pretty funny, but now he is on this actual track called entanglements. And the thing I love about this too, is that, you know, in the, in the digital era of music, you know, especially initially, um, it always, there were a lot of reports about, you know, it's sort of bad for artists and record labels because people can pirate the music. The music is out there. The artists don't get enough money for the streams and et cetera. But the great thing about the digital era for artists is that as soon as something happens in your life, two days later, you could just put out a song about it. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. in real time. Um, so it was pretty smart of August. I mean, literally, I honestly, I had never heard of August Alcina before this whole Same. thing I'm happened. A- and I don't think, and and I don't think I'm alone, right? I mean, did you, were yeah. you like an August no. Alcina fan? No, I, I, a fan. I wasn't even aware that he existed, you know? Yeah, and and we have, like, who do we have to thank for this? Angela Yee, friend of the podcast who did an interview with him. And that's where he revealed he had been with Jada. But I actually am kind of surprised it took this long for the song to come out because the Red Table Talk episode premiered on July 10th and it racked up 15 million views in the first 24 hours, which like broke Facebook statistic history. And now it's like the most viewed video she has on her whole channel. So, I mean, what's today? We're looking at a 10-day turnaround time. That's, That's kind of a long time for singing into a mic and putting it on some beats and getting Rick Ross. Totally. Actually- All right, wait, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to hit you with some more entanglement lyric. Cool. I was going to say, you know, the song is only the first step. I think what's next is merch, you know? Oh. Like, think. Yes. So are you ready for more entanglement lyrics? See, this yes, I believe please. in my... Uh, and this will be included in my um, Yale dissertation on entanglements. I th- I believe this part refers to Will Smith. Are you ready, Maggie? Uh-huh. He says, "I'm a pull up when he dip." He's all- <laughs> I just spit on. I did a spit take on my mic. That was such a good sound effect. Spitting Blah. on the mic. Skrr, skrr. <laughs> I'm a pull up when he dip. He's always think me and you effing, effing. Woo! If he see Woo. me, he's gonna trip. House with no key. Girl, you know I effed up your hair. Lay you down and hit it right there. Oh my. We gonna keep it poppin' shoddy. You my little <laughs> secret. Then he repeats that line. 
for emphasis. But apparently it wasn't wrong because Jada and Will maintained that they were separated. <laughs> and I quote, I was done yeah, with your really ass. Funny. You know what I mean? He's really yeah, like building that. up this narrative that they were sneaking around in the shadows to be with each other. But it sounds like they these two might have been separated. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I'm going with the song. I kind of believe the song. Mm. This is good. I mean, what a rebuttal! This is a this is a this is a rebuttal. Listen, if we've learned anything from uh, Jada, use your scandal to get those views and that money. Selling Sunset has proved to be a big hit for Netflix. It's a reality show about very beautiful real estate agents selling homes that are worth millions and millions of dollars. Chelsea Hirsch from Page6.com spoke with Amanda Smith this week. And while in quarantine, Amanda found herself having a bit of a churro disaster. Yeah, first of all, Maggie, I should say, in case the um, listener is hitting that, like, 10-second rewind button or on your... Fast forward, rewind. Rewind thingy. Um, it is not Amanda Smith. It's Amanda, which is... For me, this is perfect because while I don't, as you know, from Brooklyn, the streets, <laughs> entanglements, uh, but that that is technically how we would say Amanda anyway, like where I'm from. Amanda. Amanda. It's like wow, a sign. You're right. Yeah. Actually, Amanza. with the New York accent. So maybe that's why. I don't know where Amanda's in the drum, but Amanda. Anyway, so what happened with Amanda? Okay. Amanza? So- she was actually hospitalized because she sustained third degree burns while making churros with her daughter. This is Isn't like the, the dark side of the pandemic baking with your child. I was just hearing someone the other day talk about how she was trying to bake and she hit the hot, you know, cookie sheet and it left kind of a burn on her wrist. Anyway, she explained, you know, churros, you kind of you fry them. There's oil involved. And she explained that the hot grease just exploded out of the pan and about two or three cups of it got onto her wrist, arm, and hand. You know she the said dead – oh, sorry. Go ahead. She said it looked like something out of an alien movie. Ooh. You know like there's the show The Deadliest Catch? Yeah. Churros is like the deadliest dessert. The deadliest snack. The deadliest snack. Yeah. Anyway, so basically, she had to go to the hospital. She has two kids. She's a single mom. She's trying to figure out, how are they going to treat this burn? I still have to watch my kids. And she said that when they when they were all at the hospital, the staff at the hospital was working on her arm and trying to distract her from the pain by asking her, were the churros at least good? How do they turn out? Are you going to keep making churros in the future? And she was like, okay, can somebody please stop saying the word churros? I never want to see another churro again. I love that. I love churros. And I don't think I'd be able to eat another one if I had suffered a third-degree burn. Well, that's the thing. I like eating churros, but now I just have newfound respect for the people that are making them on the front lines of churros making. It's the agony. Um, She also said that she looks like – so she was hospitalized for like a week I mean, this is like not just like a little visit to the ER and then they like wrap it up and send you home. She said her arm looks like the mummy. She was hospitalized. Mm. Very dangerous. This is now my second favorite ever selling sunset item. Now, selling sunset, you're going to have to tell 
our audience in case they don't watch the show about the show because I know you're a Selling Sunset fan. Okay, uh, I was skeptical, show. but I've become a huge fan. When I was on vacation, I took some time to watch it because season three is premiering August 7th on Netflix. And you know, you want to be caught up with what people are talking about. So basically, this is the secret sauce. Selling Sunset was created by Adam DeVello, who was the genius behind the hills. So you're looking at these like highly saturated images, very warm overhead shots of sunny Los Angeles, million dollar homes, women who all look like models, teetering around in high heels. You're finding out their possible commissions that are more than like most entire household incomes. And there are pregnant pauses between every interaction. He can make drama out of like a fly passing out of a churro like this guy is a genius at making drama from reality tv but it's great because it is like you feel like you're traveling to la even when you're stuck in your new york apartment and i was never so big on la myself i always thought it was whatever but if i could live in a 40 million dollar home in la i'd be all about it wow so the show um follows the staff of a um a real estate firm that's owned by this guy jason oppenheim right yeah, they're, it's owned by Jason, but it was founded by... Tw- but it was founded by the Twinglers. So it's actually... The Oppenheim Group was actually founded by Jason and Brett, who are twin brothers. And now we've just reported that Brett has exited the brokerage and Jason is running point. But it's really like a visual smorgasbord. Like, you have these two twin brothers, identical twins, running point. You have all of these beautiful women. You have all of these incredible houses. You have sunny, glossy-looking shots of L.A., it's like being in a hot tub for your eyes. It's so relaxing to watch despite these women fighting with each other. And the other thing is that we've been reporting on some of their personal lives for a while. Like Chriselle Stoss was married to Justin Hartley from This Is Us. In season three, you're going to see their divorce. Yeah. God, see, to be, I think to be like a flashy real estate agent in LA, you need to have like, these names are amazing. Amanza and Chriselle. We've also been reporting about Heather Ray Young, who's dating uh, Tarek Al- El Musa, who was on Flip or Flop. He was oh, married yeah. to Christina. So we've been reporting on them. She was like the new girlfriend for a while, but things are pretty serious among them. And they've been spending a lot of time together. They live together. And there's a lot of kind of like interesting personal drama going on there. Yeah. So my favorite Selling Sunset item before this churros explosion, I mean, obviously, thank God Amanda was okay, was that Jason Oppenheim back in April was alerted by security at the firm that there was a naked guy who had broken into his Bentley. Oh, I wish so the cameras he, were around for that. He had told us at the time in back in April that they said there's a naked guy in my car and is he a friend of mine? He said, sure enough, there is a guy in my backseat naked. He had locked himself in and was holding my keys and showing them to us and the alarm was going off. So basically the cops came, they got the naked guy out of the car, they put some clothes on him and then Oppenheim told us, I wiped my car down for like two hours. Now the reason the naked guy jumped in the car was because I guess he keeps it on, he keeps the Bentley unlocked Mm. when he's at the office. I guess maybe if there's like a big deal going down, you got to run outside and jump in the car and race over the the keys in it. That's pretty trusting. (laughs) Keeping it unlocked is one thing, but with the keys in it, come on. He doesn't do that anymore though. 
he's not from the mean streets of Brooklyn, Ian. You would never do that. Exactly. So the thing is, he exactly. In, in my car, there'd be a no radio sign in it. <laughs> Driver carries no cash. <laughs> in the um, we're in the wrong business, Maggie. Although That's I would be crazy. so bad. I have to say, I would suck at sales. Me too. That's why we're not in that line of work. You know what we're great at? Talking. Our show would be called like Million Dollar Bitching. I don't want to be here. I don't (laughs) want to be climbing up the stairs to talk to you about kitchen islands and walk-in closets. I don't care. You know what would be a good sales thing? Or today you could say like, you know what? This would be a perfect second home for your various entanglements. Well, that is it for this episode of We Here. Our show is produced by Jamila Zara-Williams and Melissa Caceres. We would love to hear your questions and your ideas for the show. Let us know if there are any celebrities you want us to cover by emailing us at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest We Here episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. And please don't forget to leave us a review. We'll be back tomorrow with more Page Six exclusives. See you then.